Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. Hello, world. What's up, guys? Uh, Wow. Late Saturday night, but it's a little bit earlier. 10, 11 o'clock. The fights have been over. The kids are asleep. Uh, It was a phenomenal, phenomenal Saturday. Hopefully, it was a good day for you as well. July 16th, you guys are probably listening to it on a Sunday. July 17th, July 18th, we are rolling through the year. Rolling through the summer. Talk to Felicia Spencer about that. can't believe July of 2022 is almost over. But, uh, all right, guys, UFC Long Island roller coaster of a show. Ortega, Yair Rodriguez, a couple phenomenal female matchups with Watterson and Lemos, Tate and Murphy, even to kick off the night, uh, Panay and Emily. Emily with a uh, standout, brilliant debut in the UFC. So a lot to get to. Two definitely things I want to hit on the most. We will, we can talk about the roller coaster. We can talk about the whole show, and I'll hit on some things. Uh, the match, Schnell, uh, second round, the Burgos versus Air Jordan matchup. Phenomenal. Liked. I think I liked it a lot more than other people watched, you know, went back and watched it again. Thought it was a really good fight. So a lot to get into. But let's start with not even anything on UFC Long Island. How about the fight announcement we've been waiting for? One of the darkest, easiest rumors out there. I talked with Tiago Moises around two weeks ago, 10 days ago about this fight. It's official. The fight poster is out. UFC 280 is the Makochev versus Charles Oliveira. There's not a champion. There is a vacant 155-pound title. Wow. It's it's up there. Abu Dhabi, I believe it's in October. October 20th or 22nd off the top of my head. Uh, very exciting. This is it. That gets the, the, the most highlighted uh, division in the UFC, 155ers. Hopefully with Gaethje and uh, Fazeev, they're kind of talking. They're kind of flirting back and forth. Pore still saying something might be in the works. A lot of moving parts. I feel like a, I think it's a changing of the guard almost, right, guys? With Gamrot and Sarikian and uh, Raphael. I really feel like these three guys are heading up. Um, I've all, uh, Darush, Darush has been out for a while. So it's a very exciting time. But finally, the matchup. You know, I hate to be so hyperbolic, but kind of has a fight of the year, kind of matchup of the year and all over it. Makochev is just that guy. He's been this on this ascent to become the UFC lightweight championship ever since Habib Nurmagomedov retired, and they just needed more fights for him. I think he's only fought really two or three times since that retirement of Habib. But, uh, you know, you can you can see the fights, and sometimes it's not the best um, matchup or sometimes it's not the, you know, best back and forth, but you can just see talent pop off the screen. You, you know, you can watch a, a football game, a high school football game. And you're like, Oh, that, that QB, he might not have a great completion percentage because 
Maybe his left tackle is not a good player, or maybe he has weak wide receivers or awful high school coaching. But you can see that the kid has talent, and Islam Makhlchev has talent. He's the favorite right now. Talking about favorites, guys, make sure you go to my bookie right now. Go to my bookie. Put in the promo code BANANAS. Uh, make sure you do that for us. Uh, it's been great. It's been a great uh, partnership so far, and we're really hoping to continue it. Uh, we really do want to go for the rest of 2022 with my bookie. There's even some things maybe in the works with something add into the fight bananas roster. So um, we're really hoping this thing uh, stays And Hey, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a partnership. We need to be happy. They need to be happy. And uh, hopefully we can all move forward, but you, we, Makochev will be the opening of the favorite. It's pretty wild that Charles Oliveira just won the SB for fighter of the year. Not, not lightweight of the year, not UFC fighter of the year, not champion of the year, literally mixed martial artist of the year. Charles Oliveira is the underdog going in into October, going into Abu Dhabi versus Islam Makochev. But that's that. That's UFC 280. There'll be plenty of time. We'll have its own week. We'll have its own matchup. I would love to get the Professor John Rafford in there just to go 20 minutes on that fight. But let's talk about the roller coaster of UFC Long Island. UFC on ABC. You saw the Yellow Jackets. You saw the post we made. You saw how pumped John Anik and Dean Thomas was uh, putting on those beautiful yellow, a.k.a. banana jackets. But with this show, you go at the start with the top. Um, work our way down, kind of go through some things and talk about this roller coaster, this up and down of one of the one of the great shows of the year, I thought. Um, I thought Yair Rodriguez versus Brian Ortega could have been the main event of a pay-per-view and still could be. Watch, the rematch could happen and it could be for a championship and it could be a headliner. If Volkanovski, Korean Zombie could be a headliner of a pay-per-view, Ortega, Yair. That's how I, I'm still as high as I am on both men um, coming off the show than I was going into it. Freak injury, maybe not a freak injury, but an injury. And everyone's saying it was just a total, like Ortega just got hurt and nothing Yair did. Yair kind of got him in that predicament. Like Yair got him in that weird spot that Ortega had to move out. It's the, you know, I, I, it's not. I think it's close. I'm not going to say it's the exact same thing, but if Chris Weidman practiced on check kicks and Anderson Silva throws a humongous kick at him and he checks it and he breaks his leg, uh, Chris Weidman deserves credit. I'm not saying that year deserves 100% credit, but he's the one that got him in that spot. And you ready for this one? Other than the grappling, and I thought Ortega did really good, uh, really well, pushing against a cage. It looked like it was more of a little bit of a grappling um, kind of possession of the cage strategy so far in the first. But I thought Yair standing looked clean. I thought Yair got the most damage up. I thought Yair was winning round one. So we'll, we'll never know. Or hopefully in um, 18 months and two years, it's a rematch. It will be high stakes on it. These guys are too damn good. They're too damn talented. In this division, there's just too much on the line for these guys not to fight again um, in a main event spot or maybe for the championship. So that's kind of off. So what do you do 
we kind of talked about Ortega a little bit more than Yair, and Yair is the one who got the win. What do you do with Yair Rodriguez? And it was talked about it on the post-fight scrum with Dana White, who was there live in person in Long Island. And I think it's perfect sense. I saw a couple um, MMA media outlets put it on their socials, and I thought it absolutely made perfect sense, and I tipped the hat. Because I, I didn't think of it right away. I don't know why. It just It just didn't come to me. Like, right when it happened, I thought immediate rematch. But you never know how long Ortega is going to go out for. And you don't want to um, logjam that division. The division is too good. There's too much talent. There's too much talent that needs me to move up and down. We need to work out what's going to happen over the next six months in the featherweight division. So to me, in at the end of the year, if you can squeeze it in, November, October, December, Yair Rodriguez versus Josh Emmett for the number one contendership, or they even threw out the baby idea of the interim featherweight champion of Volkanovski is going to be out for long, and especially if Volkanovski is really, really serious about his next matchup being at 155 against Islam Makhlchev or um, Charles Oliveira. Because I'm just throwing it out. Let's just kind of throw calendars out there. This is what we're doing. We're talking it out, right? If Volk says, I can, I'm out to the end of the year, I can fight in January. Let's just say that, if that's what he says. And these guys, Yair and Emmett, Emmett fought five weeks ago. His kind of, his, and Yair fought around. Hopefully he came out unscathed. I look like he did. So I would assume... We're, we're in the middle of July. What do you guys think? The end of September? Maybe October? How about a co-main event? How about Yair Rodriguez and Josh Emmett for the interim featherweight championship in Abu Dhabi? The same pay-per-view as um, Charlie Olives and Makhlchev? Throwing that out there? So if you make that in October and Volk is out to the end of the year and you kind of just in the back of your head, you know he wants to fight for the 155-pound championship. So let's just say Oliver or Makhlchev. Either way, one guy gets washed three minutes into the fight, and Makhlchev ground and pounds Charlie Olives, the favorite, and Makhlchev wins the championship, and you think he can fight in January or February? Volk wants that fight. So I think you need to make Yair and Emmett for the championship. And I think you would um, can welcome a new challenger, or let's just kind of call a spade a spade. Like I just said to you guys, if – Volk fights Makhlchev in February for the championship, for the 155-pound championship, trying to become the champ champ. Tell me Yair Rodriguez versus Brian Ortega for the featherweight interim championship in March of 2023 doesn't make sense. So a lot of moving pieces. I just think I like that fight next. I, I was really into Emmett getting title shot right away. But with Volkanovski's injury, and I am a pro Emmett guy, but it seems like there's – Emmett's very 50-50. There's people who were like, hey, he's a little bit older in age. Hey, he's just a good guy. He, he's running through the division. He deserves this one crack for the title. Like, this might be it. Give him his shot. The division's so fucking good. Like, sooner or later, if you just – you can be the Brian Ortega. You can be one of the best. You can be the third, second-ranked guy in the world. If you, if you fight the top five featherweights over and over again, you're going to get an L sooner or later. So I think this is the Emmett crack. 
But then the other 50%, I hear people who's like, there's no way. He doesn't deserve it. He's not the guy. He doesn't beat Ortega. He doesn't beat Yair. There's Arnold Allen. Arnold Allen. There's other guys. So I think Emmett and Yair put those guys together. One of those guys just the, the cream rises. One of those guys becomes easily the number one contender if Volkanovski is going to be back or says, hey, I'll defend my 145-pound title, and that's the time it doesn't line up. Or – like I said, you make him for the interim championship, and now we can have a new, we can have a featherweight championship. Volkanovski goes to 155. Let's see what he does. If he wins and feels great and, and wants to defend that one, or if he beats Makhlchev in uh, February, Yair wins the title, and they want to run that. They want to run that in April because Volkanovski feels great. Who knows? That's just kind of, there's a lot of moving parts. Let's start, let's start, you know, putting these guys together. I think, to me, the next matchup out of all these guys we just said, the thing that makes the most sense, the cleanest um, transition, progression, is Yair Rodriguez versus Josh Emmett. That should be next. All right. Uh, Co-main, Amanda Lemos looked awesome. She defeated uh, Michelle Watterson Gomez. Hats off. Yeah. Amanda Lemos is awesome. The leech. Getting a really good comeback, really great um, TKO second round. I thought the leech looked awesome. And let's get to the two fights that you guys probably want to talk to the most. Probably the three in a row. But Matt Schnell's second round, Burgos versus Air Jordan, and Lauren Murphy. So let's go with Matt Schnell. Um, yeah, the best, and I, I thought about it, I, the, the, there was a Glover Yeary round in there. Um, how great was Chandler Oliveira round one? Uh, how about Chandler Gaethje round one? How about Chandler Gaethje round two? How about Chandler Gaethje round three? Like there's been so many great rounds. Um, I just think Matt Schnell round two uh, versus uh, Samane, I thought was one of the greatest rounds I've ever seen and easily to me was the best round of this year. Schnell round two was getting worked on his feet. Um, I thought the ref was phenomenal. I thought he could have stopped it a couple different times and didn't. Kept on letting Schnell come back. Uh, he was on his back getting wrecked. Then he flipped it over. And then he then the submission game, what a beautiful, what a phenomenal round two. And what a great win for Matt Schnell. Hats off to him. One of the best rounds I've seen the entire 2022. Uh, Shane Burgos versus... Um, Air Jordan. What a great fight. What a great fight. I it drives me wild on social media. We posted Burgos with the win on Fight Bananas and people underneath robbery, rob, rob, rob. Guys, if one man clearly wins round two, and one man clearly wins round three, Jordan, it, it can't be a, it's not a robbery. And the first round was close. I thought Burgos won. But if you say to me, hey, I thought Jordan had the two cleanest shots. I thought Jordan um, looked like the more powerful um, striker, had the cleaner, cleaner strikes on the on his opponent. Okay, I'm 60-40. It's not a robbery. It's not a robbery if it's 2-1. I, I think that's fair. And especially if it's a murky round one. Two was Burgos, three was Jordan, round one was, eh, Bur Burgos? Like, it was close. 
I had a 60-40 Burgos. So I, I thought it was a great fight. I know Burgos wasn't happy. Uh, definitely disappointed. He just said he felt he didn't let his striking go. Uh, he said he wanted to get the finish, so on and so on. For one, Jordan is that guy. He is that guy. He, no one fucking wants to fight him for the next three years. I'll tell you that. And, um, you know, it's all right. Like Burgos, it's you have had so many great performances, so many great fights. You have had you have you have had so many great performances and losses. Sometimes it's kind of the game now. Like it's you're you're owed a uh, an IOU. The MMA gods had a Shane Burgos IOU. It was probably like a C plus, uh, B minus performance by Burgos, and he got the win. So uh, it's one of those things. The MMA gods were um, were shining bright on Shane Burgos. All right, let's kind of end with the. First fight, we'll end it with this, and then a huge shout-out at the end of this show that you guys hopefully want to hear this. This is great stuff coming up. But um, first fight, main card, ABC. Misha Tate, Cupcake Tate, flyweight division versus Lucky Lauren Murphy. Lauren Murphy has talked to uh, us here at Fight Finesse multiple times. We have always been great fans of Lauren Murphy, and uh, I it was just great. It was um, not even a coming-out party. It was just a great stage for her to get a humongous victory over a bona fide UFC Hall of Famer, Misha Tate. Um, a deserving victory, a dominant victory, a, just a just an awesome performance. Just a it's one of those performances that Lauren Murphy can put in her closet, can put in her chest, can put in for her Hall of Fame resume. So congratulations, Lauren Murphy. Uh, I loved I loved her attitude, everything afterwards. I loved how she goes, I won't stop until I get the title. And she wasn't, um, I don't want to say, not fake, what's the word? She wasn't, um, when, when, you, when you think something but it's not true, she wasn't naive. She wasn't naive about how she should fight for Valentina right away. She knows that this was a good win. This was a great win to get back on the, on the um, on the path on um, uh, on the uh, ascension to the championship, but she talked about that Paris show. She talked about Indraj and Fierit, um fighting, and um, she talked about I want next. I want one of those next, and she says she'll be there. You, you never know. It's the fight game. Uh, one of those girls could easily slip out. Maybe Lauren slips into that fight. So, congratulations to Lauren Murphy. <coughs> All right. We'll end it with this. Uh, it's so wild. It's it's 10.30 p.m. on the East Coast. I'm exhausted. Maybe with the fight card, just you, I've watched five hours of fights. We had a birthday uh, party for the kids. Uh, one of the friends, uh, usually on a Saturday, well, the pay-per-view just started. We, we could be through one fight right now. So uh, just emotionally and mentally exhausting, which is just uh, hilarious. But just want to give one last shout-out. Uh, like I said, guys, go to MyBookie, MyBookie.ag. You can make any MMA bet, uh, all UFC, all day long. Put in the promo code BANANAS. Don't let bettors bet alone. Go to MyBookie.ag today and put in the promo code BANANAS. Shout out to uh, Ryan Quinn and you shout out to L. Wagman. They are the uh, analysts for the Ben and Banana show here under Fight Bananas. And 
L Wagman, guys, five and zero. She is a fighter. She lives in South Florida with her fiance Greg Dawson, American Top Team. She's a professional five and zero, one oh fiver, absolute stud. And I talked to her probably I would guess around three months ago, four months ago, and um, our mutual friend Paige said, hey, you should really talk to her. She's brilliant on fights. She knows what she's talking about. She, she can dissect it. Uh, she loves betting on it. She she knows the handicap. She 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 knows what she's talking about when she's talking about betting on MMA. So I'm like, yeah, we're game. I'm game. Well, I had one Instagram live with her. And right away after Instagram live, you can even ask herself, I go, we need to do more. She was that good. One time, talk to L Wagman for 18 minutes about professional mixed martial arts, about fights and betting, and you will be hooked. So, um, long story short, they wanted to make a betting show. Um, maybe we'll get into that another time. We wanted a betting show at Fight Bananas as well, and uh, Betting Bananas was born. And we we wanted a um, a rinse and repeat formula for the show. And we came up with uh, what would be your best bet on the, sh- on the show. I think to them, it's one of my favorite things. It's just, what's your best bet? You have one bet. Uh, it's, it's a lot of hard money out there. You have 20 bucks. What do you want to spend the, want the, the, the common folks to spend their 20 bucks on? Underdogs. Everyone loves underdogs, especially in MMA. What's your favorite underdog bet? And for L, this was kind of like her... I think our strong point, she's like, she loves doing the three fight parlays. You can bet over under, you can bet the winners, whatever, your three fight parlays. And what would be your best three fight parlay? Rinse and repeat. Show after show after show. But it, it's awesome. It's new stories. There's reasonings. Um, Ryan Quinn, ex-Bellator fighter, ex-coach, an absolute stun in his own remark. Just, it's a, it, it's probably, and my show is under five bananas, the Dave Van Aka show that you're listening to right now. I've been talking with Felicia Spencer for 18 months. Mike Cuddle starring Jillian the Savage. Robertson tells a phenomenal stories. Ben and Bananas could be the best thing under the Fight Bananas banner. And one of the main reasons is L. Wagman. L. Wagman has, in four weeks in a row, four weeks ago, nailed her three-fight parlay. Three weeks ago, nailed her three-fight parlay. Just last week, uh, Fazee versus RDA nails the first um, rung, the second rung. She, guys, she was a minute and 10 seconds away from nailing her three-fight parlay. I think she had the over on the RDA physical matchup. Remember, RDA knocked him out at the beginning of the fifth round. She was literally a minute and 10 seconds away from three in a row. Guys, on this card, UFC Long Island, her best bet was the over on the Burgos Air Jordan matchup. Uh, Yeah, that happened. Her underdog play on the card was Yair Rodriguez. So was mine. Also, I love Lauren Murphy, guys. You know that was my lock for the card. Yeah, year one. So now she won her best bet. She won her underdog. How about the three-fight parlay? She had uh, Penne and Emily, the first matchup of the night, over two and a half rounds. We all said it was one of our easily favored bets in the card. Um, she had uh, Bill beating Herbert Burns. We saw that. Minus 210. You nailed that in the parlay. And her, um, you know, she loved Shane Burgos all week. And Burgos, if you want to say it, won majority decision. And she won, again, her three-fight parlay. Guys, that's three out of four weeks. And she's a minute away from four out of four. 
you know how hard it is to win one bet on a card. She's doing it three in a row, and you have to match it all together. It's it's incredible. She was a clean sweep. Best bet, underdog in 3-5 parlay, UFC Long Island. So shout out to the ruthless one. Shout out to L Wagman. We can't wait. What's next, guys? Next weekend, UFC London. Oh, Tom Aspinall and Curtis Blades. You can go either way. How about the action man, Curtis, uh, Christopher Curtis versus Jack Hermanson? You can go either way. You got the Patty the Batty, and then you have a girl, the biggest underdog on the card, Hannah Goldie, traveling from Orlando, Florida, to crossing the pond to defeat Molly McCann. So a big week in front of us. Uh, yeah, I'll be back. I'll be back multiple times. I have a couple days this week. I think I'm going to be talking to you guys. Guys, Mike Cuddles will be back. We had it on Instagram Live last time. It actually went really well. We might do that again. I liked it a lot. I really do. It's just great. The fans, the fan interaction was phenomenal. Jillian has just uh, great fans and people that are uh, really supportive of her. So it just, it was 30 minutes and it felt like five. And we answered a ton of fan questions. So if you guys like that again, reach out to Jillian or uh, Savage Robertson or myself, and maybe we will do that again. Mike Cuddle is live on IG. The Banana and B, Taylor Starlin and myself, uh, I thought was great last week. Can't wait to get back in the studio with her. And uh, huge week, UFC London, here we go. All right, guys, hopefully you had a great weekend. Enjoy it. There's only a <laughs> – I don't know about you guys, us in Florida. We have a couple weekends left, and then school is back. Um, pretty wild, pretty wild. Felt like the summer just started, and uh, before you know it, it'll be Christmas. We'll be watching The Grinch on a daily uh, fashion. Guys, I'm Dave Van Auken. Appreciate you guys so freaking much. Um, hey. Have a great rest of the summer. We'll talk to you soon. I'll be around all week long. Talk to you a couple of times. We've got a lot of traveling to do in August, but I'm uh, I'm here in town for the next couple of weeks. And uh, guys, go to mybookie.ag today, today and put in the promo code bananas. I mean the world to us. Thank you so much, guys. Be safe out there. Stay bananas. And we'll talk to you guys real, real soon. Later. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around, a watch she can wear every day from Movement. Whether your mom is into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, everything at Movement is up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale. A watch is a gift that celebrates all the time you spent with mom, and a Movement watch is even more than that. Movement uses industry-leading materials for their fresh modern watch designs, from technically complex ceramics to vintage-inspired style, all for an incredible value your wrist and wallet will both love. And with one-size-fits-all convenience and fast free shipping and returns, it's a stress-free shopping experience. Save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with Movement. Get up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.